Hello, this is Tom Kenny, voice actor. Uh, the voice of the Ice King on Adventure Time. And SpongeBob SquarePants. Ah, oh, Gary the Snail, too. Hey, guess what you're filling your eye holes and ear holes with? The Dorkening! Oh, I love the Dorkening. Very popular in Ooh. And Bikini Bottom. Hi everybody, welcome to episode four. Woohoo! That's three more than episode one. And, um, so we got a pretty cool show. Um, we're loving the feedback that we're seeing um, from people listening and yeah. chiming in. It's it's unbelievable. It's that, been, our the response has been fantastic. And definitely keep asking us questions. Go on our Instagram, ask things that helps us prepare shows and we'll, we'll answer. Oh, 100%. And, you know, your stories, comments will be definitely brought up here on the show as well. But um, but last uh, last week when we when we uh, episode two dropped, we were texting back and forth being like, oh, it's 10, view, 10 lessons, 20 lessons, 30 lessons. Four, like, we, we, it really blew us away that people are listening to the show and finding outlets to listen to it. And, you know, like we said in episode one, one person. Right. We're, just, we're hoping to help one person. And we've already gotten some of that feedback we, already. We have. We have. I've received messages from people just saying, you know, I really felt a part of what you were talking about and it kind of hit home. And that's what it's all about. Again, that feeling of not being alone, having a community. So if, again, if that's working and that's what it's doing, then we're, we are, we're accomplishing our goals. And there we go. So people who are new to the podcast, like Stan Lee always said, you have to think of the first comic book they're picking up is their first ever comic book. So they might not know who Peter Parker is or Batman or whatever it is. So again, my name is James. I'm Genevieve. So, um, we're uh, Dork Physique, and just kind of give a quick shout-out to our sponsor, Deadly Grounds Coffee. Um, they are the nice ones who actually sponsor our uh, show, Storage, and lets us be able to put this out there for you. All you wonderful people can listen to. Uh, I'm still going through the last of my stuff from Scarecon, uh, Curse of the Blarney Stone, uh, you've heard before, Witch's Brew, and Death by Chocolate. There are a ton of other cool stuff out there. Uh, I think they're like the official Coffee of Hell, Michigan. That's actually a Ooh. place. So uh, they got some pretty cool events. Check them out at horror conventions coming up. Um, you know, they're very good and it's a very good cup of coffee. So with that out of the way, let's dive into this week's topic. What is that? So today uh, I want to focus on just making better choices because last episode we talked about just starting, you know, day one, week one, and where you're at. And so at this point, making better choices is something that is going to constantly come up. It is not something that only happens in the beginning. It happens throughout your entire journey. So that was kind of, that's kind of our focus, just making better choices and some accountability. So in order to do that, I kind of had to do a little bit of reflection and I had to sit down and really think about how far I've come and what got me to where I'm at now. And having to put that pen to paper was a very interesting task. And there was a lot of things that were a little shocking. Even James was shocked by some of the stuff I wrote down. And um, again, we all start somewhere and we all have that breaking point. So um, I kind of just want to start talking about my eating 
and what my eating was like in the beginning versus what my eating is now. Because you see a shift in that. Like, James, you've seen that where you you change your eating throughout the process. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's definitely something that, you know, is drastic but not really like the best way i feel like you can look at it is you can make it a drastic change right off the bat like you can do some of the stuff you can do some of the the more i would say extreme because you you can look at it as an extreme change of pace and i think that's the best way to look at it it's a change of pace is a change of routine right um Last episode, you said you 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 did some of that stuff, which some people would consider extreme. But you were like, "I had to do it. I have to do it. I just need to get out of the way." But you know, making those better choices right off the bat, even the small ones, and I think that's the one we're going to stress to a little bit: is just small choices, better choices, can have a bigger impact and lasting impact than absolutely because it is. It's that lasting impact is really what we're looking for at this point is changing your mindset. We're, we're going to keep talking about that is changing that mindset and just kind of rewiring your brain to look at food and look at fitness differently and it not be a daunting process. You shouldn't ever be like, oh, I have to eat broccoli again. Oh, I have to eat this again. Because at that point, you're setting yourself up to fail because you don't want to do it but you kind of have to rewire yourself and make yourself say like i actually enjoy doing this and where it's not even a thought anymore you just you just do it you're just kind of running on it so um i always think sometimes the best place to start is the beginning and i just want to really quickly touch on what i was eating when i weighed 260 pounds because it's so profound to think that at the time if you ask me, do you think you're overeating? I would have said no. Plain and simple. I would have been like, no. Or honestly, the other answer might have been like, I don't really care. Plain and simple. So you would have gotten one of those two answers from me. So at 260 pounds, I was eating all the sugar. I was eating all the sugar. Like I was, it was all my sugar. You bring her shit Business or record profits? Yeah, you know, I was helping them. I was helping the economy. (laughs) But that sugar cane import, you know, you all said there. They were were good. I mean, when I tell you I was eating all the sugar, I don't have to eat sugar anymore because I met my sugar quota from the rest of my life. Like, I have consumed enough sugar at 36. I don't have to eat anymore until I die. We're good. It's all squared away. I got it. 36? Wow, I thought only 35. I'm getting used to saying it. It's <laughs> happening in like eight more weeks. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting used to it. But um, so I was eating all the sugar. And the other thing was, is I was binge eating. Don't laugh at me. Because I was eating all the sugar or because I'm an old lady? No, because you're already counting down to your 36th birthday. <laughs> And it's going to rain on your birthday. It always rains on my birthday. But pressing on. (laughs) So I was actually doing a lot of binge eating. And that was, you can find that in the form of just eating tremendous amounts of pasta. Eating tremendous, I mean when I say tremendous, bowls of cereal. Like I, 260 pound Genevieve love some cereal like I can get down with a bowl of Rice Krispies and almond milk and you're like that's not so bad yeah seven bowls later it's so bad well I'm with you on that too and I and, and, and that's how I was too I was eating I mean you saw my old apartment how many boxes of cereal did you see 
in my apartment. Yeah. You know, There's, yeah. from Cinnamon Toast Crunch to Lucky Charms to Frosted Flakes to Cheerios to Honey Nut Cheerios. I still eat my Raisin Bran. You make fun of me because I eat Raisin Bran. Um, I make fun of you for a lot of things. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, and I'm with you. I would have a big bowl. You saw my big bowls. You saw right. at a big bowl. I would fill that up with Raisin Bran and 1% milk and go to town on that. So I, I'm with you on that, too. And and I think you're right. The portion, the I mean, the, the, the amount of pasta. Again, you look at me being like, you eat a lot of pasta. Like You, you eat a lot of pasta. I always consider pasta single food. Like, that's a big, like, because you can make it enough for you, but, like, again, you don't, you can make it as much as you want. Like, right. pasta is always one of those things, like, if you want a little, you can make a little. If you want a lot, you can make a lot. So, like, if you're just by yourself, you're always just kind of like, and that looks about right, and you just kind of just don't measure it. You don't, you're kind of like, that was my thing, being like, oh, this is, I can eat this. And then it's one of those things I think once in the bowl, you just keep eating it till it's gone because you're like, I don't have that much left to eat. And like, I think that's where that comes in. But no, I'm with you on the cereal. I could, I still eat my bowl of raisin bread. <laughs> but you eat all bowl of raisin bread, not 17 bowls. So I'm eating all this and I'm having my iced coffees. Again, coffee isn't the enemy. It's the cream, it's the sugar, it's those flavored sweeteners you're putting into it. Now at the time and still current day, I'm not a soda drinker. I never was not my thing so i actually didn't have to remove that form of sugar just wasn't something that was ever really on my palate so that was my pretty holly my only saving grace is that my liquid calories once i removed iced coffee they pretty much settled pretty quickly um so i just want to take you through just and i'm not going through every meal i ate at uh 260 pounds because a it's boring into you'll get the you'll you'll get the gist of where i'm headed with this really quickly so i remember clear as day because this wasn't a once time thing we're talking this was five days a week so bend your mind around five days a week this is what i was doing in my car driving to work i don't think people can bend their mind around that because i bet you a lot of our listeners still do this right not not, not to the extreme i've seen the notes people it's kind of interesting but i but but again it's the routine. It's, it's the it people was, do yeah. this every day, and you, you can. We both can test how many times you've driven past a drive-through, mm-hmm. and how long is the line? The lines are insane. So the lines are insane. I just wanted to preface that, like, it might be bend your head around it, but also look around people around you, look right. at yourself, see see if this is something that you're doing as well. But the breakdown of it is what's scary. So here I am in my car driving to work. Didn't have to be at work until about 8.30. Okay. So I'm going to start there for a reason. So in my car, I at that time, I drove roughly six minutes to get to my job. So we're not talking it was a long drive or six minutes. I would stop at Dunkin' Donuts because that's the go-to breakfast spot. Pretty much, you know, depending on where you live, you might be near like a Tim Hortons or things like that. Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme, things like that. But where we are, it's Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks. But I don't pay that much for coffee and stuff, so I go to Dunkin' Donuts. So I'm stopping at Dunkin' Donuts, and I am getting a sesame bagel with butter. Okay, people get bagels with butter all the time. And it's not that real butter stuff. It's that weird, fake, little brighter yellow kind of creamy stuff. Yeah, that's margarine. And all that is are trans fats, which are are almost going to be illegal. So we'll touch on that later. But not real butter. I was getting two donuts. Two. Two donuts. And my iced coffee. Large. A large. Of course. A large, large iced coffee. And I would sit, go... 
if I was going through the drive-thru, was what it was. And in my car, I would consume one of those donuts. And then once I got to my job, again, a whole three minutes away now, I would sit there and eat that bagel. I would have my coffee throughout the day. And then at some point, early on in my day, I'm not eating this at uh, later in the day. We're going to say before noon, I have now consumed that second donut. Now, some people are like, all right, I've eaten like two donuts and a bagel before. Like, all right, that's not the end of the world and had some coffee. I went and I broke down the numbers. And this is the first time I've ever done it was before we were eating dinner. We were eating dinner. So, and I went on the Dunkin' Donuts page. So these are their numbers, not my generated ones. My sesame bagel with butter, 340 for the bagel, 90 for the butter. Those two donuts, roughly depending on what I got, I kind of averaged it. We're looking at 600 calories because they're about 300 each, give or take. Because yeah, even if you get a plain donut, it's still two something. Right. And I was, I was getting like the double chocolate, 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 triple chocolate glazed donuts. Like take it and put... Take my sugar donut, put it in more chocolate and more sugar, and I'm going to consume it. So good. And then I was getting my coffee, which was, again, flavored syrup, the cream, and the sugar. And that's about 350 calories. So before noon, probably even before 10 o'clock, I have now consumed 1,380 calories. So put that in perspective, an app, again... We hate using this number, but for the for the benefit of the conversation, an average woman for Jen's age at that time per the industry is roughly about 1,560 calories. Yeah. So you're eating, what, more than 75% of your calories before lunch? Right. And that's not – that that was breakfast. So if you want to look and be like, wow, that was a pretty gnarly breakfast – my lunch wasn't any better, my dinner wasn't any better, and all those snacks in the middle were any better. So when I say I understand, when I say I understand where people are coming from, getting off that sugar addiction, making better choices, I, I get it. I get what that's like because right when I just wrote that down, I had to like, and I'm funny thing was I actually had to really think about it. I had to really sit and be like, what was I eating? Like I repressed the memory of it. And once I was there and I just did that, it's like, who was that? Who was doing that? But it was me, and I did that. And I mean, I can I can attest to some of that as too. Is um, before all this changed in my mind, it was breakfast. You know, I would say lots of times I wouldn't eat breakfast. Like that was my big thing. Like I would miss meals. Goes right. back to that conversation, an earlier episode where we said like if you don't get in the calories in your day at all, your body's going to fast and it's not going to burn any any of the f- energy because they're thinking it's never going to eat again. Right. Um, so I wouldn't eat, I wasn't even eating breakfast. So you want to see the complete polar opposite of this conversation. It was, you know, no, nothing at breakfast and then scattered throughout the day, whatever else I was going to have. So I was super under my calories, probably to an unhealthy level some days, but other days I would probably have, you know, at work, oh, we got bagels. Oh, we got donuts. We got muffins. Oh, I'll take two muffins. I'll take two donuts. I'll, you know. So just being in that mindset of, okay, what am I putting in my body? What am I doing? Better choices, better steps. We're going to preach this app because it works for us. The MyFitnessPal app, like we said earlier on, has a lot of these nutritional guides already built into them. So you can type in Dunkin' Donuts and they'll bring up their full menu. 
Starbucks, their full menu with their nutrition, which it, it gets updated pretty regularly. That's pretty good. But, you know, just like I said, Jen, these are Jen's stories, and I'm going to put my two cents in there, but again, just use this as a reflection, as a, as a starting point being like, oh, wow, I'm kind of doing the same thing, or I might be doing the same thing, or I might be doing that. Because, like like Jen said, you could have that 1,300-calorie thir- uh, breakfast, or you could be like me, who has no calories breakfast, and I'm drinking two cups of coffee and... Consuming of, your calories later. Consuming and end loading my day at the end of the day, so... Right. So when I had my day one, week one, which we talked about um, last episode about going through that, I had already mentioned, you know, my... My moment was that photo. I'll always go back to it. It's always on our Instagram. It's on the Facebook because that was that was it. That was my aha. I got to change something moment. And so my day one week one was I cut out all sugar. I was done with it because whatever clicked in my head, I'm telling you, when I tell you guys that sugar is the enemy, like really believe me on that. Really believe me that your body doesn't need that. Your body doesn't want that. You're just, again, it's just that chemical reaction from your brain. And once you can get past that, you think so much better. It's just unbelievable. Like the mental clarity and your cognitive ability just skyrockets once you've removed yourself from that. So I cut out all sugar. I just cold turkeyed it. We were all set. And then I made other changes. So I was eating more fruit because I had to replace that sugar with something and fruit is sweet and fruit is a natural sugar and that was kind of my replacement for it so there was a lot of fruit happening very early on um bananas strawberries blueberries kiwis blackberries things like that uh probably some melons in there as well pineapple is a big one i really do like pineapple um but i was eating fruit And again, a lot of that is a lot of times you're just replacing a sugar with another sugar, but that's still a much better choice. That is 100% fine to do. I was eating English muffins for breakfast. So I was a little more, because again, I was counting calories. So I was getting things that were very prepackaged. So I was very well aware of the calories on them. So I would get like the light English muffins and I would throw those probably with like the almond butter on top of it. And But again, everything came prepackaged because I was so new to it that it made it easier for me to go about my day and be like, okay, I have, you know, I don't even know what it would have been, but if it was 1,500 calories, I knew how to fulfill those. Well, too, I mean, I feel like those are also good too because you're actually getting, especially on the nutrition guideline, you look at like a quarter of this, but like a serving size, it's, what English muffin? Like, it's simple. At that point, it's simple math. Like, right. two English muffins is this, three English muffins is this. And so you're reading the nutrition guidelines and you're not being like, what is blah, 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 because, like, that might be something that people get scared of. Right. It's because you're, you're seeing weights in there and you're like, I don't have a scale. Like, I don't know, like, what a half a cup is for, spe- like, I don't right. know. So, you know, that's probably was, this, I mean, that was a savior for me nowadays. I, how many times do I look at being like, okay, it's how many, like, per things? Like, to a point where I was counting like Doritos. <laughs> but sorry, I, wanted, I, I just figured I wanted to let people know that that makes great sense. It does, and, it, and I'm telling you, when I'm saying that these things worked and they jump-started my my lifestyle change, this is a starting point. This is where we're, we're talking about just small, making better decisions will lead to a better result in the end. So again, so I'm having this English muffin. I was buying almond butter by little packets. They were individually packaged, Okay 
probably not the cheapest option, but that's what I was doing. Why? Because it was already portion controlled. I knew myself well enough to know I couldn't sit with a jar of almond butter, peanut butter, because I could eat the whole thing. So if I had it where it was just already pre-packaged for me, it was easier for me to be like, okay, and I'm done. Okay, and I'm done. I wouldn't sit there and be like, oh, no, I'll have another one, and I'll have another one. Like, or another spoonful. Right. How bad is another spoonful? Or at that point, my measuring wasn't there. My portion control was so out of... I had no idea what a portion was. So I was getting those... Um, and I was doing a lot of like the microwave meals. So like the healthy choice, lean cuisine, any of those, I was doing those again for me, it was about the portions of it. It was retraining myself to, okay, this is how I'm going to eat. Now, consciously, I didn't know this. This was just baby steps. This was, I need to, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know anything, but I know this is 350 calories. I know this is 150 calories. I know this doesn't have sugar and this isn't full of junk. I can eat these things. So I was doing those. I was doing uh, granola bars and protein bars. Uh, and there were smoothies, breakfast smoothies. Again, that's where a lot of the fruit was coming in from. And the other thing was I was eating a lot of rotisserie chickens because, again, I didn't really know what I was doing. And I knew... Sorry about that, gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, that was my phone. Sorry. Continue. You failed. Yeah. Well. Every listener just stopped. Zero. No yeah. one's listening anymore. No one's listening. No, everyone thought it was their phone. Basically. So just so we're going to give everyone a second to check their phone. Are we all set? Yeah, it's my dad. All right. It's his birthday. I know it's his birthday. Was he calling so we could sing to him again? I don't know why he's calling <laughs> me. I don't know. So back to rotisserie chicken. Well, I, well, I want to talk about the rotisserie chicken for a second as well due to the fact that why what was the one thing you told me about chicken it's what your own trader used to tell me oh you can't get fat from eating uh protein and vegetables like go nuts no one ever got fat from eating protein and veggies makes sense i'm just making sure it doesn't happen again I'm proud of you. Thank you. We're learning. I didn't think... I didn't it's think, episode four. These things are going to happen. I mean, it's 9.30. My dad... Uh, episode 100 if his phone's ringing. Write us hate emails. Yeah, <laughs> so again, sorry about that, guys. So, yes, the rotisserie chicken, it was a protein. It was simple. I could eat it. I, I, I wasn't cooking yet. I wasn't doing those things. So I was grabbing one of those. I was buying a bag of frozen broccoli, some green beans, and I was calling it done. So also remember, at that time, there was no measuring. There was no measuring. There was no food scale involved in my life, which that didn't happen until fairly recently. Uh, Someone whose phone rings got me a food scale and it's been life changing for the both of us. Um, So that actually didn't enter into my life for quite some time. So I was definitely eyeballing a lot of my portions for a while. We were, were, especially the chicken, we were- The chicken, we're like, we think that's it. Like it's the palm size of your hand. And we were doing that. But this is to let you guys know that I really want people to understand that I lost by these little changes, probably roughly about 60 pounds just doing those. Well, it goes back to the number of figure we gave them last last week. 75% of your weight loss comes from what you put in your nutrition. 25 comes from exercise. So just like like Jim's been saying, it's just these simple things. And I I can attest to them because, you know, I was eating... 
KFC. I was eating Taco Bell. Like Jen can, you know, talk, you know, tell you that you know she would call me at night and be like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "It's eight thirty at night." I'm like, well, "I'm going to Taco Bell," and or I'm going to KFC. And you're like, "She goes, why? You haven't eaten dinner yet?" I'm like, "Well, no. I've been kind of just timid and hot." And so that was always the default was. KFC's open. I can get a famous bowl. Like, it's good. It's yummy. And I love the kernel. Um, but, like, but, I mean, just simple stuff like that. You know, I would eat a box, a whole box of K, uh, Blue Box macaroni and cheese. I would eat a whole thing of Hamburger Helper by myself. And you look at the back of it and you see the serving sizes and you're like, I was eating how many calories? Right. It's amazing. Something you just said I want to touch on is, again, early on, I was still eating out because, again, I haven't pared everything down. And it still happens from time to time. I'm on, you know, if we're traveling, things are happening, you still have to go out to eat. But at that point, I changed my staple from, like, Dunkin' Donuts to now I was going to Panera and I was ordering their salads. Or I was going to Chipotle and getting a bowl where I had a little more control over what the food was that I was getting. So I would get a bowl, get some like rice in it, um, some chicken, lettuce, beans, kind of creating my own meal. But it wasn't, I didn't do the cheese, I didn't do the sour cream, I didn't do um, the guac, any of that stuff. So I was still eating out because I didn't know how to change that quite yet, but I was, again, making those better choices. So, you know, swapping the KFC for the Chipotle, go for it. You know, going to Panera and getting a salad from them, go for it. Like, you can do those things. I mean, same thing, too. Like, let's use Chipotle and Moe's. I used to go to to Moe's every Monday, Moe's Monday. Please sponsor us. Um, And get a burrito. Just changing the burrito from that to a a bowl mm-hmm. so you take out you take out the wheat wrap and you suddenly you suddenly can drop a lot of calories right off the top because it's just you lose some carbs there and but at the end of the day too you also look at it as um those handles are portion controlled already because they have to track the food they're they're putting out there mm-hmm. and you can find pretty easily how much each scoop is internet it's a fantastic thing um, you know, and kind of have a better idea what you're doing. And that's what you, you know, that's what you kind of have to do when you go to these places. We're not saying like cut out these places. We'll cut out some of them. KFC is like, you, you can know, cut, you, you can cut out KFC. It, you'll, you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be better off for it's it. It's crack for fast food. They places. will never sponsor us. But at the same time, like I said, and, and, and that was my biggest thing was getting rid of the, the, the getting rid of the Wendy's, getting rid of the McDonald's, yep. getting rid of, and you, it, you can replace it. It's kind of just plug and play. You take something out, you put something else in. So. Until so you change that. So when, if you're going on our Facebook page, if you're going on our Instagram, you're going to see me post food of that I'm eating. And from my beginning to now, my diet's changed tremendously, but it hasn't at the same time. So a lot of those core things I was just kind of figuring out in the beginning and learning from, I still carry with me. So I eat quite often. I eat about every two hours. I'm very open about that. People who know me think it's the funniest thing ever. Um, Like, Jen needs a snack. Well, yeah, I do. I eat every two hours. But she gets very quiet and gives one word answers. I'm like, she needs a snack. It's time for snacks. Um, uh, My meals are planned out ahead of time meal prep is a huge thing in my life now to the point that I will prep my food the night before I go to work 
and I have already entered and logged my calories for tomorrow today. I know exactly where I'm at going into tomorrow. So my eating habits have definitely changed. Uh, there's far more protein now. I would say I can confidently say that we probably cook 90 to 95% of the food we eat, we cook it ourselves. Almost every meal I eat is cooked without question. Um, so eggs in the morning, bacon, toast, things like that. Um, I do have protein bars still. So that would be like the, obviously I'm not making a protein bar. I'm not doing that. But then my fruits changed. I don't eat a lot of fruit anymore. I've removed that sugar. That's a huge debate I have with people, but I've chosen to remove the fruit. So you'll kind of just catch me eating a banana, especially if it's a higher carbohydrate day for myself. And then just, you know, a veggie and a protein, a veggie and a protein. And then if I'm, again, if it's a heavier carb day, I'll roast up or uh, bake up a sweet potato. And I'll eat one of those. And then my dinner, probably veggie and a protein. And I'm not removing carbs. There's carbs. Carbs still live in my life. So don't for a second think like, wow, she only eats veggies and protein. No, I eat carbs. I'm not car I'm not scared of carbs. I'm not scared of food anymore. So what I've learned in this process is that I've learned to eat until I'm satisfied. So, and that's a very hard thing to get used to doing is you eat and you don't eat till you're full. You know that like heavy sitting feeling you have in your gut after you eat a big meal? So for a really long time, I thought that was normal. Like I thought, okay, you eat and like, you're just gonna feel really full and like, that's it. And your stomach's all stretched out and it's, oh yeah, I had a good meal. Yeah, that's not what you wanna happen. Like you never wanna be tired after you eat. That's like the exact opposite effect food is supposed to have on you. I didn't know that. I, how, how did I walk through life and not realize that? And it's a very obvious answer. Calories, again, unit of energy. Energy. It's right there. So for me to now go, okay, now when I eat, I'm fueling my body. I have more energy than I had. But I'm trying to, eating every two hours, I'm trying to sustain the amount of energy I have throughout the day. So when I eat my first meal, I feel the same way as I did when I eat my last meal. So I never allow myself to get full. The flip side of it is I never, and I say never very loosely because it's going to happen, but I try my hardest to never allow myself to get hungry because obviously things are going to happen, you know, your timing and things are short. That's why I try to eat every two hours because once you allow yourself to get hungry, you tend to overeat to compensate it because you think you're going to die. You're not going to die. The pain will go away eat until you're satisfied. And you figure out when that satisfied is. It takes a while to get there, but you don't want to eat till you feel like you got to unbutton your pants. Well, we'll use this. You know, we get sushi every Saturday. That's kind of our treat to ourselves. Yep. Our sushi Saturday days. Sushi Saturday. Um, two weeks ago, we were at there, and mm -hmm. we. I was like, I'm still hungry. Like we get, we normally get the same three rolls or three. We always get three yep. rolls split between us, and. So we're eating about a roll and a half a person. Yeah. So we're sitting there, and I was literally just being like, you know, we're eating. That's freaking. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm just eating all the sushi. I, I was done. I looked at Jen and being like, I'm still hungry. And you were kind of like, I'm still hungry too. Mm -hmm. But like nothing changed. I don't, it was just one of those weird days where we're like, so we got another roll of a roll we liked and it was, we ate it. And then the next past weekend we went again and we ate the darn normal three rolls and we were full. We were satisfied. Yeah. We weren't like super full. Even that the week we had the extra roll, we weren't super full. We didn't feel like we ate too much. No. 
So that just falls up. Like you can have days where like I'm really hungry and I'm going to eat because my body's telling me to eat. Mm-hmm. But again, just knowing when you're satisfied and not. And I always, I, I think that's a really cool story to have and to tell. A, because it just happened recently as oh, we're yeah. farther along in the journey. But like, you know, knowing to a point being like, you know, it's not going to happen every day. It's not going to yeah. happen. You could go eat the same meal every other day. And some days you're going to be like, I don't want to eat all this. And some days, like, I could go for a little bit more. So, yeah. And then once you're kind of supplementing your calories, you're going to eat foods that are going to keep you fuller longer. The sweet potato will keep me full for a good chunk that of time. And Ezekiel bread keeps, me, keeps us the full. The Ezekiel bread is fanta- fantastic. If Ezekiel bread could somehow sponsor us. sponsor us. I mean, KFC's out the window now. We've ruined that for ourselves. But. Ezekiel bread is fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. Um, you can read everything on that label. That is a bread that you have to store in the fridge because it will go bad. It is so natural. So you can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I love recording. <laughs> so we have cats and the cats are being cats right now. So if you hear cat sounds, that's what they're doing. But again, that Ezekiel bread, it keeps you fuller longer and you'll start to find those things. I didn't discover Ezekiel. We, we've been living together and that's when I was like, Ezekiel bread, I discovered it. I made fun of you for it then I found a... You found one that you liked. So again, these things aren't... I'm always constantly taking in foods, uh, taking it out and things like that. So don't ever... Um, it's always evolving. So you can be like, I like this now and I'm going to supplement it out. So... A couple of things I really do want to touch on kind of to narrow this in and kind of just give you kind of like final thoughts. Yeah, it works for us. Um, while you're going through this early stage in your journey, I want to point out things that you don't want to say. You don't want to say it to yourself because it's, again, bad habits, bad tones. And these are a couple of my favorites that I've heard people say. Um, I personally have never really said it because I've been so gung-ho, but I hear people around me saying it and not that they're doing anything wrong, but you just kind of want to be mindful of these things. So things I say, things not to say. I deserve this blank. I deserve this cupcake. I deserve this piece of cake. What is the reason? I don't know. You've decided it. You've manifested in your head. You deserve this. So I had a stressful day. I deserve this piece of cake. Like, yeah, you don't want to be doing that because then, then, then you can make an excuse for anything. Right. Uh, well, I, you know, I, I, I went to the doctors and they gave me some interesting news. You know what? I, you know, I really want a piece of pizza. I deserve a piece of pizza. Or, um, like you said, I got a promotion. Great. Go celebrate. That's no one's telling you not to do it. But at the same time. Is that something really you deserve to treat yourself with? Or is that something like, okay, cool, like, that's awesome. I'm going to go eat something. But, like, why would you do anything different than you were doing before? Right. Another big one is, is I don't want to waste food. That's going to come more from, like, any, like, parents and stuff listening. Because a lot of times their kids won't finish what they're eating. And chances are, if you're on this journey, your whole family might not be. So, you know, if you have a three-year-old, four-year-old, five-year-old, someone who's younger, they're probably still eating mac and cheese and chicken nuggets. Like, that's just because that's what what young kids eat. Um, So they might not finish their plate. And I know a lot of times as a parent, you'll finish it for them because we now somehow have it in our head that we don't want to waste food. I think that was the previous generation. Right. So I think we're more like, we're done. 
But don't be like, well, I don't want to waste it. Or if you like over portioned it or you didn't, I, I don't want it to go to waste. You don't want it to go into your body. So you can get, either Tupperware it up. Tupperware and- it, give it to the dog, like Put it in the compost, whatever you want to do. It's gonna make you feel better, but you don't need to put it in your mouth. And the, and the more the more you cook the things you like, mm-hmm. you will start discovering how much to cook. Right. Like that will come in time, a hundred percent. Like I always use, we use chicken a lot. We use that's kind of one of our staples in our house. We've gotten to a point where we know roughly what four ounces of ch- chopped, diced up oh, chicken yeah. is, and cooked and cooked in like a skillet, like. We know how much that is. Which is a fun thing to do when you're at, like, the grocery store now because we can eyeball things without... And obviously it has the weight on it, but, like, we could look at it. We did it with, like, the steak. We kind of looked at it and we're like, this will work for us. Yeah. And we... It did. Yep. It did. So, yeah. But, like, you know, like you said, you throw away food, you're going to throw away food. At the end of the day, it is what it is. And there's nothing you can do about it because once you start giving yourselves that out, you're going to keep going there. You're going to keep going there. And then your mindset's going to be like, I don't need to change how much food I'm cooking because it's getting eaten. You want to cook and and have nothing left over. Right. And you'll get there. Yep. Um, one of my other favorite ones is, I'll, I'll just have one. Okay. Why? Why have one? Why, Why have, have one? Two? You can have two. You, I'll just have seven. I'll just have seven bowls of cereal. No. You don't need it. You don't need the one. What you need to do is say, I'm just going to walk away from this. That's what you need to say. It is so rad to be able to be in a room with people eating cupcakes, things like that, that and not want it. How, how liberating is that to feel like you were chained to a food for so long? Like it held you hostage. This food is holding you hostage and you can break free of it and you can be in a room with it and it doesn't bother you. You can walk away from it. You don't think about it and you're all set. I did that today. I had to buy um, donuts and muffins for my students because I was doing a meet and greet with them. And I went to the store, bought the donuts, bought the muffins. So I was in close radius to these foods that I was eating crazy amounts of brought it to the school, gave it to my students. There was more than enough left because apparently you give people free donuts if you're like, they think you're like hierarchy of them, they won't eat it. It's a very weird thing, but they didn't touch them. So what did I do? I took them and I put them in the back faculty room and they got eaten there. I didn't eat them. It wasn't, I'll just have one. You, You don't need it. And it was such a cool thing to not want it. So that was definitely one I would rather you guys walk away from it because you just, the end result is so much better. It's not worth it. And I hate, hate, hate when people are like, nothing tastes better than being skinny. No, you're doing this for a healthy lifestyle. You're doing this to keep yourself alive. Don't let it just be about measurements and weight on what you see on a scale. Let this be about long-term effects. Uh, I mean, you look at it too and I, 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 this was something that I had trouble with early on. Was I'll just have one. I deserve this. Because how many times did I talk to you back in April? Yeah. It's Easter. They have peep cupcakes. I I deserve one of these. I've I've worked hard this week, and you were like, "Sure, if that's what you want to do, then that's on you." But you really don't need it, and I had it. And then later that week, I was like, "Well, I only had one donut." Well, actually, I only had two donuts, and 
I've learned my lesson very quickly about the two donut rule with Jen. Um, but like now I look, my, my boss buys donuts and bagels for, it seems like every week. And I'm like, I'm all set. And again, he does the whole, I'll just have one. She'll never know if you have one. So like, those, I'll always know. I'll always yeah. know. Because I, I don't, I don't have a filter. He'll be like, I ate all the donuts. donuts. Yeah. <laughs> and then punch, slap, kick. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's one of those things where you know, five months ago, it's a different story. But now it's like, all right, cool. And they're right across the aisle from me at work, and I can smell them and look at them. And I've literally looked at someone being like, that glaze don't look fantastic. And I would love to have that. I don't need it. Right. I don't. I have food in my lunchbox. I have a banana. I can go and get some fruit at Price Chopper. I can go anywhere else. Like I can get something that's not 340 calories. It's a legendary bagel. I'm just. I want to have, but I will get there one day. At the end of the day, I have to realize that sugar is very addicted, addictive, and I'm. I can easily be addicted to the qualities of it, and I know I kind of always have to put a lid on that pot. So I can't have a donut. I can't because I'm not going to have a donut. Just a second. It's just, and we'll we'll, we'll wrap this up uh, momentarily. It's just like anybody who's recovering from anything. Mm -hmm. The alcoholic can't have a drink. Right. Drug, can't have the drugs. Like people who have an addiction to sugar will just cut out 100% because they know once they do it, it's just a super slippery slope and they don't want to go down it. Right. So. Right. And it's, uh, you know, I don't want to compare addictions to addictions, but you know what your vice is. My vice is food. So again, I have to really do a lot of self-reflecting and realize like, if I eat this, can I walk away from it? We did did our wedding cake tasting. Yeah. That was... Yeah, I had to, you had a bite of each piece of cake, and I was like, I can wait till November to have some more. Have some more. And she literally was just like, I was like, calm, calm, calm. And, and I was like, I had a bite of each, and then I looked at it, and I said, all right. And I had to log this, and I was like, oh, I think I've had about all cupcake. cupcake. Yeah. And I still logged it throughout my day, and it didn't destroy me. But I had to walk away from it and know when to stop. So, again, just... Small steps. Small at the steps. End of the day, at the end of the day, it's small steps. It's not going to be again something that's going to change overnight. You got to have you got to go in there with a good mindset. You got you don't give yourself excuses. I mean, you take away some of the stuff that we're given, some tips and stuff and just stories like we've all done this. You're all going to run into this. A lot of people who are in day 1 or day 50 or day 190 like mm-hmm. it's the same conversation you have to have yourself and you're going to learn new ways, you're going to discover new foods, but at the same time is don't replace one thing with another. And I think that's another big thing to take away is like if you cut out sugar, right? Don't replace it with something else that's equally as bad as sugar. Right. You're like, I'm not a pasta. Like, yep. don't do that. Um, but definitely if you have a story or if you're stuck in a rut or you just can't get past that wall, you can always email us if you rather it be, you know, more private. We will always respond to you as best as we can again we're not i'm not a professional nutritionist i'm not a doctor but i am a real person who went through this so i can offer you as much support as possible so you can always do that you can always go on our instagram and ask questions or give your story um as well as facebook and you can find us adork physique on facebook adork physique on instagram and adork physique at gmail.com 
and those are the best ways to reach us. And again, we love um, we love the feedback. We love, love, love to hear your stories. And again, we're we're always down to to listen and to help out. So um, this will wrap up this episode. Next week's episode is our uh, fifth episode. Fifth episode. So with that, we're, we we do want to open this up to our listeners um, to the best we can. Um, we kind of want to hear questions. We we, we kind of want to do. We're gonna do like a like a top. Five we're gonna do question. a top five question sort of Q and A. So if you have any questions that we haven't quite covered yet, they could be all over the place. That's fine. It could be why why does James's technology go off or what's up with the cats? Um, <laughs> go for it. We want to hear from you guys. You know we don't. We want it to be fun too. Like we don't want to feel like we're lecturing you. Um, so definitely tune in next week. Um, for that, also check out some of our old episodes. Yeah. Uh, if this is your first one, we have uh, three up and when this goes live. Uh, so check them out as well as uh, support our network, the Dorkening Podcast Network, who has, again, helped us out with this. Um, thedorkening.com. Search for them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, The Dorkening. Uh, check out all their shows they have on. They have three shows a week live uh, going on. So And a bunch of stuff as well. So... With that in mind, everybody have a wonderful evening, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week.